It's important to mention at the outset of this broadcast that unless you're somebody that's irrationally prone to being triggered, this show will require no trigger warnings as it'll grant no quarter to any hateful ideas or oversensitivities. Please click to subscribe or hit the like button if you enjoy the podcast. Leave a comment in the comment section below if you're interested in interacting with the show. Be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you found this podcast as it will truly help the show out. As always, we appreciate any and all the support we receive. Welcome to another episode of The Rorschach Show, where we examine a particular image or a controversial topic in an attempt to understand how it has our culture so divided today. How one image or one topic can warrant two completely opposite reactions from two people in our society. Have you noticed that in recent years some of the lines defining what is obvious has been blurred? A photograph viewed by the masses of which two opposite narratives are contrived by two separate segments of the population. How can it be, that what seems completely obvious to one portion of society is the complete opposite to the other portion of the population? On this show we will take a look at some of the more infamous photographs that have divided the population, if only at first glance. We will dissect what makes this particular image so divisive. Much like a Rorschach test our first impressions of pictures in society are so diverse by implicated narrative versus visual aid objectionable reporting. Welcome to Rorschach. And hello to anybody who happens to be listening to this episode. Sure glad to have you. And let's get started. I have to mention that Curtis is out of town, so I'll be doing this podcast alone, and let's have some fun diving into this subject. So, what are we talking about today? Well, let's fill all you guys in. Who? The Canadian people and the Canadian government. Where? North of the American northern border. When? October 2018. What? The end to prohibition of recreational use cannabis from coast to coast nationwide. And for that pesky why, well, let's find out exactly why you feel how you feel on that subject and why other people might feel slightly or severely differently. As always, we start the show with... uh, usually a premise that might have three options. And in those categories, uh, we like to create three common opinion representations and see if either Curtis or I fit into that. Now, with Curtis not being here today, let's just talk you and I. Where do you fit in on this? I know that I'll generally fit into the first category, which I haven't unveiled yet. But by the end of the episode, I wonder if I've talked myself into the second category And I wonder where you start and where you end on this as well. So please interact with the show as much as you can. On today's show, we're going to deviate away from the three option setup. And we're going to move our premise to only having two options. Now, in any conversations that I've had uh, in this country regarding uh, the legalization of marijuana, I haven't really came across anybody who is... 100% against it. I'm not saying that there isn't people like that here. It's just I haven't spoken with them. Even people that don't partake, never engaged in it, and likely never will, still at this point seem to be agreeing that there is some utility to 
um, legalizing it uh, for a number of reasons. And obviously people that do in- engage in that activity generally uh, agree with the legalization of it as well. So for simplicity's sake, we're just going to put both those um, examples of, of individuals in that category. So anybody who engages in it and is happy to see it uh, legal, uh, as well as anybody who doesn't um, necessarily engage in it, but sees a whole bunch of utility in, in our country moving in that direction. We're going to get f- more into uh, that group and their, uh, their principles and their, and their motives for, for their own position. But in the second group, Interesting enough, I found that in conversations that I've had and and while listening to podcasts as well, I've been very surprised by the number of people that want to talk about full-scale legalization of everything. These are people that generally think that the government shouldn't have a real say in what we ingest into our bodies and in any way that we want to uh, expand our consciousness should be up to us. It shouldn't be a a matter of the government's uh, purview to dictate exactly what we can and can't put in our body, obviously, um, as long as we're not hurting other people and there isn't a, um, you know, a, a plethora of reasons um, that they, they shouldn't be doing that, that may, re- that may relate to aggression towards uh, any others. Now, you out there that's listening to this, where do you stand? Where do you fall in, in this breakdown if I, had, if I had to force you to an answer? Do you, do you fit into the, yes, it's a, a very uh, progressive step forward that they can, um, everybody can unite under one banner in, in legalizing, in legalizing uh, weed and pot uh, for recreational use, um, whether it be the reason that likely uh, the folks that don't engage in it engage in the recreational use of cannabis uh, want, as well as the, the, the reasons that the people that do smoke it or ingest it want. Or do you say, hmm, maybe maybe the people that are saying legalize everything might be onto something, especially when with today's climate and the uh, prison industrial complex, uh, at least that's the propaganda that we hear from south of the border anyway. Um, generally, the, the, the feeling is that we don't want people being locked up for crimes that, that they shouldn't be locked away from society for. Okay, so let's further drill down into that first category, the category that includes people that don't smoke, do smoke, uh, agree with it, don't really agree with it. You could be a number of different individuals that, that, that fit into this category. But basically anybody that doesn't have a humongous problem with it, or they can at least see um, the potential uh, positivities or the, the positive benefits that that could come with it. Obviously, if you're somebody who engages in uh, smoking marijuana or ingesting it in any in any way or fashion, you're going to want to see the uh, the standards and the guidelines that come with legalization. It'll be a healthier um, form of the of the uh, narcotic. It'll be uh, regulated. Uh, you don't have to worry about what kind of you know crazy pesticides are on it. There'll be regulation that'll dictate the the only healthy you know um what I, i'm not exactly sure what they put on the plants but i know that is a concern of, of many people they don't know where their weed's coming from so um that's one of one of the great motives for those people and i know i i know 
people on the other side of it that don't that don't uh, partake and and they generally say look if, if that many people are smoking it then it's it's worth having the conversation and if if really that many people are doing it well maybe this is a commodity maybe this is something that we can uh, move our country's gdp forward move our our um, economy forward in, in, in a, a safe manner. Obviously, those people are, are more prone to want to see some concrete legislation as far as um, uh, sobriety, technology, etc. But, you know, they also know that, that that'll create uh, a, little, a little gold rush or a green rush. You know, it'll create some jobs. It'll get um, more, more eyes on it. And, and let's be honest, like, um, who knows what the breakthroughs that can be produced um, after this is studied and, and developed, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be something with a profound effect, at least I, I think anyway, and, and maybe I'm somebody that's bought into a lot of the propaganda, but I've seen enough articles to, to say it's worth looking into and, and to see if it possibly is the next frontier of, of medicine. I mean, you're talking about plant-based medicine or, or, or any kind of medicine, you know. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the research and development that goes into it. And hopefully um, it, it takes things in a, in a positive direction, you know. And, and with the government regulation of it too, hopefully it'll mitigate um, some of the risk that's involved. Meaning that if it's out in the open and more eyes are on it, it's above board, well, then you can kind of regulate the safety standards around it. Obviously, uh, that'll create a higher price for it, but it's going to create jobs. It's going to uh, it, it's going to all work itself out by rolling itself into the the price, and and the value will will be a bit higher. But the fact that it's an above board commodity, um, there'll be something to said for that. Something to be said for that. I don't know about you guys, but I had heard in. Um, I believe it was Colorado. It was either Colorado or Washington State, one of the three uh, pilot states that they piloted the uh, marijuana legalization program in. And this may or may not be wrong. It's not gospel like anything that's on this podcast. But interesting to note that for the first time in probably English <laughs> English common law history, Western <laughs> history, or anywhere that's taxed their, their people in history, I think that they were actually, I heard it anyway, um, look it up for yourselves, but that for the first time in history, they were actually having to give tax money back, revenue back, because of, of how much money was coming in. That's not to say that it's a 100% green rush, I did, because I did hear that um, the Ontario government had somehow blown their budget uh, over $42 million, I believe was the number, either 42 or $44 million they went over budget in their first year. So, I mean, I don't know how that happened besides the fact that if you want the government to, uh, it, what's the old saying? If you want something done badly, just get the government involved or, or have the government do it. I mean, they're not wrong in this situation. I, I per, there's personal, personal anecdotal time right now, guys, but I went in into the, uh, the, the cannabis store that's in my local neighborhood just to, uh, to check it all out, um, after after it came here and when when I went in I was just absolutely astounded about how nice the place was how clean it was how uh, it was just like walking into an Apple store maybe even better 
Uh, it seemed like the, just the way of the future. In my head, I was like, man, this really must be the gold rush, right? Like, how else could they afford all this? Well, after reading that article, I, I, it makes a lot more sense now. I don't exactly know who was tasked with the designing of these um, government cannabis uh, supply shops, but whoever did it went all out. They, uh, they sure didn't take uh, the budget into account. And apparently that's not all of the, the problems that they've had. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that works out. Hopefully it works itself out. Because when you think about it logistically, I mean, it should be making money. They should be raking in money. And if the government can't get get, get it sorted out, then they should have just stepped back and let... Um, and I mean, this will all work itself out, I think, anyway, or I hope. But they should let the, the experts come in and do it and, and let the uh, open markets... Um, dictate the best way to do it let people entrepreneurs come in and and really take a run at it and hopefully that would give the 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 government an opportunity to just recoup all the tax money and not get their their hands on it and and get too involved where they get in over their head thinking they're experts and don't have a clue but anyhow, let's get back on topic and, and understand the way that people are seeing this or not seeing it. Let's move over to the other category, the not just weed, but everything category. The people that say, great, you, you legalized weed, but it should never have been illegal in the first place. You know, you don't, you shouldn't be uh, meddling in what people can uh, expand their consciousness with or not. Now, personally... That one doesn't really appeal to me, or at least it, it hasn't as of yet. Um, although I've started to hear some of the uh, reasons that people do um, advocate for that, and they're not wrong, at least um, from a lens of thirty thousand feet. Like the, some of the some of the reasoning that they have is pretty uh, incredible. Like uh, when you think about how much how powerful they've made the Mexican cartels the Colombian cartels, the drug cartels, and we all know how dangerous uh, those groups are. And I, I mean, I read that it was $500 billion in earnings last year that the cartels in Mexico made just through the, the their drug trades and, and various rackets. So that goes to show you exactly what they can uh, afford and, and how much power that they have. And at least these people's argument is that if you were to legalize everything, it would put those people out of business overnight and it would create and stimulate a whole bunch of uh, other parts of the economy and jobs. So meaning, well, if they become above board, we can regulate it. We can keep an eye on exactly how these drugs are being um, created and uh, how they should and shouldn't be used. It gives our scientists a better chance at studying them uh, and, and hoping for breakthroughs in, in that direction. And essentially, that would put the cartels out of business overnight. So you're talking an end to all that gruesome violence and, and a potential way forward for many people that have been, um, that have more than likely been destined for a overdose, uh, you know, a drug overdose, a fentanyl overdose, anything, you know. The more above board it is, the more that you can um, you can pay attention to it, have eyes on it, study it, uh, really harness the power in these, uh, you know, narcotics. 
But what do you guys think? Do you think it's worth it to um, try and, and dramatically, radically reduce the cartel violence that's south of the American border um, by way of, of, of legalizing everything? Or do you think that that is the slippery slope that legalizing weed would potentially lead to? Because that is the conversation that we're having now, right? Very curious to know. I haven't, I haven't uh, to, to touch on the point we started with tonight, I haven't really moved on my position as, as I'm a little bit skeptical. I, I'd rather move a little bit slower and, and, and make the right decisions, or at least try and make the right decisions going forward instead of, of making a complete legalization and, and watching it, it, you know, brush over us like a tsunami. But I'm truly curious to hear how you feel about this subject and if you have any information or data points that could help me make my decision uh, in one direction or the other. And that'll be it for another episode of The Rorschach Show. I want to thank you guys for paying attention, following along, and engaging in our conversations. I really hope we have more and I look forward to having more conversations in which we can expand our enlightenment as well as hopefully unite some of us, kind of make the right and left divide a little bit less um, every, every episode. Ultimately, that's our goal. Um, we, with this new divide, guys, it's just, it's unsustainable. It, it's going to come to an end and it's going to take all of us deciding that we care more about um, each other and 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 the goals that or 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 the issues and concerns that we face um, on a daily basis in all of our communities. There's no way that we're all that different, and it's time that we start maybe seeing things a little bit more for what they are, um, or seeing them more for what other people think they are. And in doing that, hopefully, we can find some common ground. As always. Click to subscribe or hit the like button if you enjoyed our podcast today. Leave a comment in the comment section below if you're interested in interacting with the show. Be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you found this podcast, as it will truly help this show out. We appreciate any and all the support that we receive. Words. I got a voice that you never heard. Maybe, maybe not never, because you heard crying. Communication's tough, but I'm sure trying. But I'm sure trying. Trying. But I'm still trying it, still trying it, still trying it. Hello.